The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Giga Chikadze with style points tonight. I want at least next one for main or even main event. Giga Chikadze. I did it again, but God did it, man. I, I really just had to have faith in him, and that's, that's what got me through. Rose Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Uh, this is our second start because I fucked up the first one. Uh, Matt and I are going to be joined today by Giga Chikaiti fighting uh, Cub Swanson in the co-main in the Apex this Saturday night. And we also have an NFL uh, running back guy from the Chargers, really good player. Uh, Austin Eckler is coming on to promote his uh, Gridiron Gaming Group. Uh, which is going to help uh, other athletes build an infrastructure off their uh, of their streaming platforms, and um, we also have uh, good news, Matt, a last minute addition, which I'm very the first couple of MMA. That's what I like to call it. Now I know you could look at uh, Amanda and Nina and say they're the first couple, and there's probably a couple, um, yeah, you know, Joe and Megan maybe, but I, I'm going to have to go with uh, one of our favorites. Why don't we do that so we don't alienate our other friends? One, I said one of oh, our one of our favorite. Okay, one of our, one of our favorite couples. I like that. I mean, that's nice. Yeah, one because then we're gonna have one Joe and Megan on again. That's and right. You're gonna be like, oh, uh, here's our second favorite, and that's not right. Rose Nami Yunus will be joining us, and I do Ooh. like that we're saying one of our favorite couples because that makes Rose and Pat yeah. realize they have to work for it. If they want to be the favorite couple of Jim and Matt, they have to work for it. Correct. It's true, Jimmy. Jimmy, yes. I, I got in really late last night. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you. I know we got our first guest coming, Giga. So I'm going to talk to. We're going to talk to him. Yeah. But I, I went. I did a road trip last night with my buddy Hulk. Remember Paul Harrison? Hulk, yes. I didn't. I meet up. him at the. Uh, wasn't yes. he at a gig I did in Huntington? Yes. 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 Big he guy. Was, yeah, good friend of mine. We did a road trip in his Tahoe over to Tikiaga last night on his podcast. Oh, you, you know? did do that. I did do it last night. And we had a dude that we did like a three hour podcast just 
bullshitting. Oh, it's great. Getting my head straight, you know? You weren't doing Do drugs, were you? I like that. What? You weren't doing I drugs. Don't, I don't do drugs. Okay, good, good. Only weed. <laughs> but listen, we had a blast. But oh boy, did we. So look for me on the champ and yeah, the tramp. That's great. Coming out. Let's bring our guest yeah, on. Uh, All right. Giga Chikese is fighting uh, Saturday night. I'm going to assume he is already in uh, Las Vegas. This will be his first UFC unfiltered appearance. Hopefully not his last. Hey, what's up, guys? What's How up, Giga? I was just watch, watching your last fight when you decapitated the poor Afro Samurai. <laughs> that was some kick, man. Right to the body, and then he thinks it's going there, and then right to the Afro. <laughs> right? Shit. Exactly, yeah. Are you excited about the fans coming back, Giga? Oh, man, I'm so excited. Can you imagine I had my four win in 2020 and uh, no crowd? That's right. Didn't seem to affect you, though. Yeah. Right? Didn't seem to affect you in a negative way. It was a, not, not a bad thing at all. I mean, it motivated even more to, you know, like feel this, all the energy because I got in to end of the 2019 in UFC. I had my one win. And uh, after that, you know, I was super excited. And my 2020 has been really good as a UFC career, but know the emotions, you know, like the, you know, I also wanted to dance the Georgian dance in front of the <laughs> crowd and get that yes. motivational feeling, but it's okay, you know, soon. Well, this Saturday's in the, uh, the apex, right? So there won't be a crowd uh, this Saturday. This will hopefully be your last fight without a crowd. Uh, hopefully, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm really hoping. You know, I even was hoping that you know last weekend was the event uh, in Florida. I was hoping maybe after that everything would be like changed, but still Vegas is a little bit. Uh, yeah, plus getting the availability, the you know, plus the place they want to do it. There's a lot that goes into it, I guess. But that's what I noticed is the energy. That's right. When Giga said that, like when we watched the fights on Saturday in Florida. I can enjoy the fights just – I feel just as easy – just the same amount of, as enjoyment without a crowd. But I did feel that crowd the other day when I seen it. When we, cause we haven't had it in so long. You felt the energy through the television. No? I mean, it just felt – I don't know. Yeah. Bigger. Of exciting. course. It was like a movie for me, you know? Like, I yeah. haven't seen that type of thing, like, since, like, I don't know, like, already more than a year, so – yeah, it was amazing to see them enjoying in the crowd and cheering for the fighters. You know, like. Giga, I was gonna ask, being a, a you know uh, from Georgia, are you, are you friends with my buddy Marab? Do you know Marab? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you guys aren't yeah. from the same like uh, part of of Georgia, are you? Or? We are from Georgia, but I'm from different parties. From different parts, we all are from different uh, parts of Georgia. You know. I'm from Capital, Tbilisi, it's the name. Uh, yeah. I heard uh, when I was just watching your last fight, your your father, there's a video of you as a child, and I think it was you. I'm not sure. I, I, I might be getting this off, but I heard it really quick, and it said something like, there was a video of you, I think it was your father or something saying, going to be the champion of the world and, and, and fighting or something. What, did I get, I, I might be, power, I'm paraphrasing. What yeah, is, yeah, what, what, am I, what am I saying? What did I hear? Tell me that, please, that story. Uh, 
So when I was, my dad used to be the judo wrestler, you know, like he was uh, in the team of Soviet Union and he, and he was making the way to get into Olympics and he had the points to get in Olympics and uh, suddenly his, both of the knees got really bad and he did surgery and never came back in. And he was pretty young, like 21 year old. Oh, wow. And when I was born, uh, he was 23. And that, and at the moment, like karate was really popular in the in Georgia. And uh, we have the video that when I was born the same day, he's uh, holding myself, uh, coming out uh, from hospital and saying that here was born Giga Chikadze, world, world champion in fighting. And the good man, and he's like, and the good ah, man, <laughs> and a good man. Oh wow, that's that, that, that's like predestined, or if that's a word. Yeah, you're saying that by the end of this year, you would like to have a title shot by the end of this year. Is that kind of a goal? Like a, it might be a little harder now with uh, uh, a Volkanovski and uh, I think Ortega doing uh, the Ultimate Fighter yeah. House. So I, I, I'm, I'm. I'm hoping something happens and I replace the uh, uh, one of the title challenger. But um, you know, first thing first, we have the mission to knock the knock out the cup Swanson this weekend. You know, I would not be mad if I just win the by points or other uh, other way. But uh, my goal is to knock him out in a good way uh, as soon as possible, like first round or second round. And uh, then gonna stay busy and fight more fights this year, and to be at least one of the title challenger for the beginning of the next year. Yeah. So you you and Cub have trained together before, correct? We we, we never will really be same team or something. We only had the once chance to train. Like he came at the my buddy's Benel Darius gym where I train my wrestling and ground game. And uh, yeah, he spent one day with us, but I, I've known him for a long time, you know, like his manager, uh, Gami has died, unfortunately, he was a super nice oh. guy. And uh, we were really friends with each other. Uh, plus, I have a bunch of other friends who are friends with Cup too, because like, you know, I live in California and he's from Palm Springs and it's like, he trains with uh, my other teammates or something so we have a relationship you know nothing hurts feelings but you know when it comes on a fighting and octagon and dream i'm here for my dream you know like i've been in here for almost seven years already in u.s and just for the one reason to become a ufc champion and then back in the georgia you know so i, I don't see anybody stopping me for this stream and uh, if that's a cup in front of me i'm going to take him up but other than that, next day we'll be friends. I don't know. I, I, I really like this guy. You know, sure. like I've been watching him for so long and he's such a pro plus, such a nice guy too. You know? But unfortunately, this. Yeah, you got to do it. I mean, it's interesting too about Cub too. He's 37 and he had a four fight losing streak. And then you think, wow, at his age, that might be the end. And then he comes back uh, against Crone Gracie and uh, Daniel Pineda and he looks great. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm happy to see. It's got to be encouraging for fighters, though, when you see a guy who's been around for as long as he has who looks as good as he looks in his late 30s. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't think he had the really bad fights when he was losing. It was the Brian Ortega submission, right. which in the first round he looked good. I think Cobb looked good. Then he was like Shane Burgos, which was split decision. You know, all those fights, whatever he lost, it was very competitive matches. You know, he didn't really lose that uh, somebody really outperformed or something. In my eyes, he still is... Is really good. And I know what type of cub, uh, uh, what type of fighter is, and I'm expecting his best version this weekend. So, yeah, uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that people thought that a uh, cub is done or something. No, I, I never thought like that. I mean, you must have been excited when you when you when you found out that that's who you'll be facing because this you're five and zero in the UFC, but this. What a name. Everybody knows Cub Swanson. The guy's been around forever. He's done a lot of big things. People know him. So this is almost like, like your coming out party for like the, all the fans. Like, yo, we take out Cub. Don't get me wrong. No disrespect to the Afro Samurai. The guy looked tough as shit. But nobody really knows him that much. Cub Swanson, everybody knows. You take out Cub Swanson, people can be, oh, who's this Giga guy? You know what I mean? I mean, I must. So, did when you heard you were fighting Cub, it, it was it more than just another fight, or was it like a little goosebumps? Like, oh, now the world's gonna know who Giga is. Yeah, for sure, I got the goosebumps. Uh, absolutely, but I honestly, I never thought this fight would happen because uh, uh, because of our relationship, you know, because the people we know, like, and we, we trained once and stuff. That's that was the reason why I thought this fight would never happen. But when the UFC offered this, for sure I got the goosebumps and I was like, uh, you know, I could not even sleep all night. You know, I was like, damn, this is happening. Uh, you know, they, they gave me a couple of other names before, but none of those guys uh, accepted uh, the fight from top 15. You know, like there was a really like well-known guys too and very big names, upcoming guys, but nobody accepted the fight. Uh, I think because I was not in the top 15 at the moment before this fight got scheduled. And now they put me in the top 14 and Cub is top 15. So everything uh, is right and uh, we're going to move forward soon. Yes, you are 14 and I'm looking up Cub right now. Is he, uh, is he, is he ranked 15th? I don't know what his rank yes. is. Oh, 14 and 15. Yes. Okay, great. Uh, now, from kickboxing to uh, MMA, how much of an adjustment was that? And, and and how did you take to the grappling? And how hard was it? Pretty hard uh, to change uh, style from kickboxing to find my path uh, to go in MMA. And uh, before, when I moved, uh, I was fighting in glory kickboxing. And the same time, I, I started my MMA career. So pretty much, I was fighting kickboxing in glory and was getting paid from there. So I could live with my family in, in California and do the first steps and uh, make my way in MMA. And that was really hard because, you know, if you try to catch your two rabbits same time, one goes there, another goes there, and then you stay... <laughs> None of the, those are yours. So uh, I had a uh, couple of uh, slips, you know, like I lost my first MMA, even so without experience WSOF, 
uh, now called PFL. This show signed me, and I lost with somebody like took me down and controlled me, and never did any damage, but uh, I lost the fight. So it was really hard to start from there. And then I went back in some local shows. I started to search, and I found the one, and I had a couple of wins, and then I got my chance to fight in Contender Series. And uh, I was still fighting in a glory, in the highest stage. You know, I was fighting the glory tournaments, uh, if you're familiar with, with glory kickboxing. And uh, then uh, then I had my chance contender series. I took it and I lost again. I, mean, I was winning whole fight, but last, last minute I got choked. So I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And then I completely stopped stopped to do kickboxing i retired from kickboxing and concentrated only on mma and started jiu-jitsu tournaments nobody knows but i'm uh i'm one of the uh organizations uh, world champion in blue belts in jiu-jitsu with the gi so i'll be i've been training hard for this you know and plus i'll be training the rest and uh yeah i mean since then, I found my style. You know, I changed. I changed a lot from Dutch kickboxing style. I went to karate background because I'm from karate background, you know. So uh, then, then I everything got much easier. What made you want to to leave Glory and, and the obviously you do well with the kickboxing? What made you want to transition into MMA? I feel like the UFC. Uh, you know, like. I, to my friends, I explained like this. If you are glory fighter, you can drive beautiful Mercedes Benz. That's my dream. You know, like when I become world champion and well-known in glory, I drive beautiful Mercedes. Okay. And when you are in the UFC, you can fucking fly with helicopter if you want, you know, like the, if you really become a star. That's kind of big difference you know there is like the, till now uh, kickboxing is my hobby you know when i train and when i spar this is like okay i'm doing whatever i love and i'm enjoying so much you know but mma is for me is more like a profession too it's different uh, i feel it's a different platform today but it's most popular in a fighting game and uh uh i mean it's different level, you know. What does your father prefer? He must be so proud. What does your father prefer? Like, what does he like that you get into the MMA? Didn't you say he was a judoka? Was he a judo man? Yeah, yeah, judo. So it's so funny that that you he cornered me twice. Oh, that's oh, amazing. Nice. That's yeah. amazing. It's so funny how you kind of, your background was really in the striking, even though your father was such a judo player. Isn't that kind yeah, of, right. Right. It's just like uh, you know, nineties. We we had uh, we had a hard time, and uh, in nineties uh, we had the war from like uh, came out from Soviet Union, and we made an independence country Georgia, right? And um, that time the karate was very popular there. Ah, Everybody yeah. was watching the movies from the Bruce Lee, Jet Li, yeah. you know, and I ended up with Thank one you. of the karate coaches to go there and uh, have my sensei there. And that's yeah. how I grow. You know? I was four when I started. 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, and, and Gigi, you're one of the more, obviously, you're one of the more exciting guys uh, in the division right now. Um, and you fight, the co-main event is this uh, Saturday night. It's, it's, it's great that you're co-main event already uh, against Cub Swanson, obviously a legend in the sport. And um, hopefully this will be your last fight with, with like without a crowd so you can really uh, enjoy the uh, the crowd and, and, and get that feeling of, of what it's like to be in front of those uh, UFC crowds. And we would love to have you come back uh, after the fight and, and hang with us again, man. Uh, you're an exciting fighter, and uh, I'm really, really happy for you that you got the co-main event. I really enjoyed with talking with you guys. Hopefully, we're going to talk soon again. All right, Keith. Thank you so much. Take care, man. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, Rose. Champion. How are you? I'm doing great. Okay, you're uh, good. Now, where are you now? Are you home or are you on the road? No, I'm at, I'm at home. Man, not a mark on her. Look no. at that. Look Ooh. at that. I'll tell you, Rose. It was, first of all, congratulations. Yep. Congratulations. <laughs> so I'll tell you, man, I felt exactly what Joe Rogan felt when he was talking about the goosebumps. Because first of all, I'm not saying I was scared for you because you can't handle yourself, but I was a little nervous in general because that other, you know, I mean, Wiley's a beast and she yeah. like she's been made in a machine. I mean, and I'm and I remember her fight and what happened with Joanna and and the and the battle and the balloon head and everything. So I'm just when I seen you talking to yourself, just repeating the "I am the best, I am the best." Dude, I'm telling you, my hair <laughs> started standing up on my arm. I go, wow, I go, oh man, this is kind of. This is something yeah, else. It was intensity Ooh. for sure. It was intense. I knew what I was up against, you know. She's Whaley, no joke, you know. I didn't know what you were saying before the fight. Like I was watching you talking, and I'm like, what is she saying? I I know what I would have been saying, which is I'm going down fast. I'm going down. Like I have no confidence <laughs> in myself. So you were you were saying I'm the best. That's what you were saying to yourself. Yeah. I was saying I'm the best. And yeah. you you're interesting because the way you've won is so varied. Like no one thought that it was going to be you tapping Joanna in the uh, to, to, to like like the way you did to strikes and then you come back and beat her in a decision and then you have the uh, you look good against Jessica but then there's the head drop and then you come back and beat her in a decision and now a first round fucking head kick like was that something you were considering at all or did the opportunity just kind of show up yeah um, that was that was uh, something that we trained a lot actually but yeah um, that is something that we trained a lot 
during the training camp. Yeah. Was it something you saw? Cause again, I, I guess to, to go back to, uh, there was a the Jones Cormier when he kicked him, he said he saw something in his tape where he dipped a little at certain times. Was there something you, something you noticed with that she did? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, there's a, well, one thing, the, the, the whole like hip going backwards thing, like she does that, um, to evade the low kick. So she thought she clearly thought the low kick was coming. Um, but also, I mean, uh, Joanna kind of hit her with that a couple times. Um, not that obviously not that beautiful of a kick, um, but she hit her with <laughs> the left high kick a few times. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so that was definitely something. I mean, there was other openings and stuff and holes that I seen in her game, but that was um, that was one of the the main ones. And also, it also just works mm-hmm. into my uh, body type and my physique because. One, I, you know, my original first martial art that I ever had experience in was Taekwondo. And then also, um, I, I think I have, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think I have like the longest leg reach and well, definitely in my division, but I maybe even in the female division, I don't know. And then, uh, on top of that, I have the solid fundamentals and, and with Trevor in the boxing and stuff, but, um, I've always learned from Pat and his kickboxing. Uh, like I kind of just blend the blend the two styles together, and yeah, it just worked out. <laughs> you know what's a perfect? Uh, you know it's funny because it's your, it's it's Pat Barry's um, Instagram. Is it a hype or die? Is it hype or die? Yeah, He's like the perfect hype man. Holy shit, Jimmy! Right? Yeah, yeah. Like he like he knows how to connect with you with that, and he's and he's and he's got that crazy look in his eye, and he's <laughs> yeah. telling you you are the best. If he said that to me, I should have had him there for my rematch in fucking George St. Pierre. I would have yes. been like, yeah, that <laughs> I am the best. He makes you believe in it. He makes yeah. you believe in yourself. Hype or die, and it's the best. It really is fitting for him. You know, oh, it's so yeah. great. He he believes in me. You know, he, he's believed in me since day one you know and um when i don't always believe in myself like he's he's everything you know what feels different now that you you captured that you i mean you're champion again you were champion something happened you came back you avenged that and now you worked your way back and you're champion again does anything feel like different this time around? oh yeah it feels way different well one I was hating on the new belt for the longest time. <laughs> I was hate, secretly like secretly jealous of it, but like, but then also trying to just like control my emotions, like, you know, whatever. But then like over time, I've really learned to like appreciate like the new cleanness of it and everything. And um, I've been, you know, like my ego has been wanting, wanting that thing for the longest time ever. But like, you know, the, the true, true roles is like, nah, you know, like whatever, if it happens, it happens. It's meant to be, it's meant to be, you know, you gotta let it go. You know what I mean? And, uh, so, so that it definitely feels a lot different because I saw, I know I'm experienced. I know what to expect. I mean, obviously this is a new belt. This is a new journey. This is a new path, but I can take all those learning experiences with me going forward. And I know, also, at the same time, I also know better how to stay in the present moment. And um, I know certain like pitfalls that can, you know, 
kind of pull you out of your, 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 like your true authentic self. You seem more comfortable. Like uh, you seem like not, not that you weren't ready the first time you were ready, but it, mentally you seem like you're much more comfortable with being the champion. And this is what you're, you know, for some reason, looser with it or more comfortable, maybe because you've been there before, but do you feel that? Yeah, I do. Um, the whole, like the first time getting it, it was like, I knew all this stuff, like, um, I knew everything that I was supposed to do to most likely get it, you know, and then I did it and it was like, oh, that worked. And then now it was like, I knew there was no excuse. I know everything that I was supposed to do. And, uh, and then I did it, you know? And then, it, I mean, at the end of the day, it's still at the end of the day, if it's uh, meant to be, it's meant to be like, you can do all the hard work, you can do everything. And it's just, sometimes that's just not your fate, but I knew this is at least what I got to do. <laughs> and then I just kind of had to let the cards fall. What, what, what do you think? Cause Matt mentioned something too, about people feeling so emotional for you when you won and Joe, what do you think? Cause people really love you. What, what do you think it is about you that has people have that incredible connection to you, to your success or, or to your well-being? Um, is it the fact that you've been vulnerable in the things you've talked about? You've been so open and genuine. What, what do you think it is? It's because I'm cute. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no um, I think it's because I'm pretty honest. You know, I'm not like the greatest world's greatest actress. So <laughs> I have no choice. You know what I mean? Like I kind of have to be honest. Um, obviously when, when game face, when, when I need to put my game face on, I can do it, but, um, it's all about, it's all about like, I'm, I'm learning about myself through this sport, you know, obviously all the titles and all the, the, the attention, the love and the, the, the money, the, the little bit of fame or whatever, like all that stuff is like cool for the, um, I guess, uh, immediate, like. Uh, instant gratification, but ultimately it's, uh, the, the development of my personality and, um, just learning about myself, I guess, more is, is what I like about it the most. How do you like doing the ads? I, I saw you doing some reads on Instagram, like, uh, you're holding like me, like you're getting these sponsorships and stuff. I guess you've always done them, but do you, do you like doing them or is that just like, all right, I'll, I'll knock this one out. Or do you actually like, wow, this is great that these things are rolling in. The sponsorships? Yeah, and things like you were doing. I saw you doing a read for something on Instagram. It might have been DraftKings. I don't remember what it was for. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like, the, those things are... I'm super blessed to be able to do all that stuff. Like, obviously, um, I... Uh, <laughs> I'm not... Like I said, like, I'm... Sometimes doing those videos can be difficult for me, you know? Like, I mean, Pat, Pat is so, such a natural at it. He could just boom, 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 you know what I mean? Like, he don't even have to <laughs> be in the mood to do it, but um, for me, I'm so blessed to be able to do all that stuff because like, man, it, it really beats like nine out of, you know, nine out of 10 jobs out there. <laughs> so, yeah, the bad part of a job that you love is still it, people forget that it is a job and you'll have things where you're like, oh, fuck, I got to do this. But like the, 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 yeah. the most annoying thing you got to do is read an Instagram ad. That's not that bad. Oh, yeah. An attitude of gratitude, like just it, it's, it's not always easy sometimes to feel the gratitude, but it like. That's if you can do that, you know, you can do anything. You know what? Like, I know it is like, and it's not, you know, it's not like I just discovered it, but like, you you know, a lot of girls out there, they use like their sex appeal to like get them a lot of uh, 
sponsors and whatever else. I don't want to name the girls and I don't want to hate on those girls either. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Up, it's like, Use what you got. And, and the next thing you know, they're doing, hey, this is a fans only account. It's like, oh, I want to <laughs> see somebody rub my feet. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. But <laughs> that's my account, by the way. Girls that they, <laughs> Jimmy, that, that might have been Jimmy's account. <laughs> but I don't know, Rose, you're, you're so genuine. Yeah. Obviously, you're, you're, you know, you're beautiful, but you don't, you don't use that. You don't, you don't like use that. You don't play that card. You get yeah. judged solely on your fighting and you're just a genuine you, it comes across you're just a very genuine person and you don't yeah. pick up that card. And right. I just find that that I just find that very refreshing, especially as a father of three daughters. It's a great yeah. you're a great role model, Rose. Yeah. I mean, really, I really mean well, I appreciate that, you know, because and and that's another another reason I'm so blessed because I can do that. Like I am a such a great fighter that I don't have to, right? And yes. so I definitely um, you know. Uh, I, I'm not trying, like, I don't want that type of attention. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I already nice. have, it, it's, you know, just with my upbringing and everything like that, like nothing against any girls that do that, you know, all the more power to you. But uh, I'm just so blessed to be able to, um, to just be able to fight and that's it, you know? And then, yeah, if I'm feeling cute, I'm feeling cute. You know what I mean? <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I don't, you know, can leave that in the back pocket if some shit hits the fan, you know? <laughs> And that's all good to do. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. But you want to be judged as a you want to be judged and get stuff as a yeah. fighter, like you know, as right. as the fact that you're a a great fighter and you want your sponsorships to kind of reflect the fact that you're fighting. Yeah, that's smart. Hey, yeah. sometimes yeah. Jimmy, that might come in handle handy for some girls. Like if my <laughs> my fighting career when I was fighting, if it was on the skids, I'm not going to be like, hey, anybody want to see me in my bathing suit? They'll be like, get the fuck out. I'll be like, what? Fans only. I don't know. It's only, it work. It's only fans. It's not fans only. Hey, man. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. What, what else do you like? Bookface? Do you like Bookface? <laughs> is that your favorite site? Am I saying it wrong? Yes, you are. You're saying it backwards. What is it? It's what? Only fans. You're saying fans <laughs> only. I just kind of. Uh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is Rose doesn't have to do yeah. all that stuff. She's got the skills yeah. to pay the bills. And right. when Joe was saying, oh, you, it was so, it was very, I love the interview after when Joe was saying, you, you kept saying to yourself, you're the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. And you're like, I am the best. Yeah. Oh, it, was so, it was very yeah. cute. It was very heartwarming. If that's yeah. what you're about, you yeah, know? That, felt, that felt really good to say that. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's also because of Matt said you're genuine. And I think the fact that you've talked so much about your past and the things that were really difficult, people people just it makes people connect to you and people like you as a person and root for you as a person, like even beyond a, a fighter. So when people yeah. watch you fight because they like you so much, they're like, oh, fuck. You know, I hate watching people <laughs> I'm friends with fight. I hate it I because I, I like, yeah. you know, watching Weidman get hurt was so awful oh, yeah. because – you, you like the guy so much. So I'm always a nervous wreck when I watch people right. that I know but, or like, you know? Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like this journey wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for the peaks and valleys. Right. Like, yeah. we, you know, if it was always just win, win, win all the time, like, dude, that'd get like a little tiring actually, <laughs> you know, I guess. So what, what does it feel like when you, again, the, the fight of that magnitude and you, mm -hmm. you land such a perfect head kick and I know you drop her and you, you jump on her. Um, do you have a, a, is there a second where you understand how, or, or are you still in the moment and you don't realize it until it's over exactly how important that was? What is that like mentally? Um, yeah, obviously like um, I got, I, I, I was uh, able to comprehend what I could 
comprehend at that moment. Um, and there's like stages to it, you know, like initially it's like, oh, okay, I see the ref coming. And then it's like, oh, wait, I think it's over. Yep, it's over. Boom. And then I'm like, woohoo. And I'm like, wait, I just won a world title. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it wasn't just like the win. It was like also like, hey, man, it's over. You know, I was ready for all night, but like that was cool too. And then, <laughs> and then it's like, you know, get the bill. You know what I'm saying? Like you, there's just like stages of comprehension, but and then afterward it's over. You're like, wow, you know, that was not only the most um like artwork picturesque like bruce lee kick out this world like against who it was against like where it was at all the implications like um you know it, it like all those things don't hit you till later but i mean there are certain levels of it like i was probably more aware this time than ever it was all you did, i think you did what amanda did to cyborg it was stopped a 20 fight win streak didn't you it was not a 20 fight win streak she was on oh wow I, am I am I incorrect in that? I, I thought it was a 20. Oh, yeah, you're right. And uh, I, I'm guessing obviously you took no damage, which is, you know, you know unless your foot is sore. I mean, you you, you, you <laughs> escaped uh, on heart hurt so you could fight as soon yeah. as you are, feel like you're ready to. And uh, they're probably going to want to do a rematch with uh, with her because she is a, a very uh, a great fighter. Uh, yeah. Is that what you want? Is, is it an immediate rematch with her or, or you looking towards somebody else first? Or what do you think? Um, to me, you know, my initial, like, and like I said, I, uh, still just got home and all that stuff. Sure. So, you know, thoughts and feelings change, you know, up and down and whatnot, but my initial like feeling about it is it's not exciting to me, but, um, I, you know, I understand, I understand where people are coming from maybe, you know what I mean? But I, I played that perfectly, you know what I mean? Like I, it, it was going to be all night. You know what I mean? So, so to me, um, this is where I'm coming from right now. But like I said, um, I'm, I'm open to anything too, you know, and, and, and I definitely have to digest this a little bit more. Flawless victory. I'm not just saying that because I watched that Mortal Kombat movie the other day, <laughs> but it was a yeah. later. but I mean, you could, could not have went any better, you know, and in, yeah. a, in a game where anything can happen and, you're facing that threat and, and and for it to be over like that just must have felt like, whoa, because then, you know, it's like, once it's done, it's like, they're not restarting this shit. I'm done. This is it. I want them to change. Right. That's I, I always felt like that after they stopped it or something like, oh, shit, no do overs. I'm the winner. It's such a good feeling. It's such a good feeling. feeling. Yeah. Especially because it's like, you know, so much hard work, like, you know, you, you only see that minute and 18 seconds, but that is like not just and I've been training for this fight specifically, you know, for like the last six months ever since. But even since getting dropped on my head, losing the belt, like all that, like Andre's rematch and everything like that, bringing that like I bring all my experiences into every fight. So. um so, yeah, so it's it's a it's a combination of everything. <laughs> what did you guys do that night after you, you win the belt? I saw the footage of you talking to Valentina and, and, and Camaro. Yeah. Uh, what do you and Pat do afterwards? Do you guys leave, go out to dinner or do you go back to the room and just sit quietly? What's your night like? So, um, you know, we have these like really cool fans that um, have been, you know, fans since day one. So we kind of like went down to the hotel and like took pictures with them. And that was cool. Uh, like always it's. um since the flights are always uh like the next morning yeah. and then um very usually like adrenaline is just so high that 
usually don't ever sleep. This time I didn't sleep for like two days after because it was just, or two nights after because it was just so much adrenaline. But, uh, you know, just go back to the hotel so that like try to just pack everything up because um, I know that once that adrenaline starts to kind of like come down a little bit, that airport, that airport uh, trip is always so painful. So I've learned that over the years, like, you know, don't get too zooted. Don't like, you know, don't go crazy. Just like <laughs> enjoy, you know, <laughs> stay safe, like all that stuff, because, um, you know, you don't want to push your luck. Right. So uh, <laughs> and just be responsible. So obviously we just we just went back to the hotel room, you know, uh, Greg, Chico, you know, all the, all the family and friends that was with, you know, or that came out, uh, Trevor, Pat, you know, Gaethje was up there. We were all just, you know, just hanging out and just having fun, you know, but not, not nothing like crazy or nothing, just hanging out in the hotel room for a few hours and then pack up and then go home. <laughs> you let yourself eat something shitty. Like is the first thing, do you find like, I, I'm going to eat this because I know tonight I can eat whatever. Is there anything you like as a ritual for you or no? Um, no, I'm, I'm pretty like, I'm pretty uh, cool with the eating and stuff. I, I don't know. Did we eat anything? Oh, I had like a Caesar salad, but everything was just like a couple bites and I'm like hungry, but then it's like, you know, chemicals are going in your body and you're just like, everything's just weird. You know, <laughs> like you yeah. feel dirty and no, no matter how many times you take a shower, you brush your teeth, you still feel like you stink. And you know, it's just like <laughs> so much like hormones, just like, you know, floating around adrenaline. Oh, it's just know? dumping everything into your system. Right. Yeah. But you know, um, like when I got home and I was comfortable with, you know, we just been eating like pizza and cane, yeah. raising canes, chicken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to be on cloud nine still, obviously. Yeah. And deservingly. So, uh, Hey, we couldn't be any more happy for yeah. you. So me and Jimmy would that night and we were just like, wow. wow. You know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, you recaptured it again, champion of the world. You know, so I can't wait to see what's next, Rose. We love watching your journey. Yeah, thank you, guys. Happy for you and for Pat. I we know you guys are, you know, you work so hard together. And uh, it's just, it was it was thrilling to see. And you also have been on the other side where you've lost it. So it's almost like it's not this scary thing. Like, you already know what that process is. You've been through, like, you've, you've seen oh, that yeah. side. So you, do, you just seem much more comfortable being the visible champion. I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm glad for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was, I wasn't attached to the result. Like I knew I did the work and it was like, all right, whatever happens, happens, <laughs> you know, so time to find out. And I was, yeah. Ready, ready for anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll yeah. tell you props to your coach too. Cause Trevor Whitman had a fantastic night. How about that? Between yeah, you yeah. and Camaro, the way he handled his business, yeah. Trevor Whitman, I don't know who's getting coach of the year, but he's definitely in the running yeah. right now. I mean, oh. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool to see, see what happens with Gaethje and his fight and everything like that, or, you know, whatever's happening with him next. But yeah, Trevor's Trevor's the man, man. He's like, he's always been. All I know is Dean Thomas wants him to stay busy with you. Cause I think he kind of got cozy doing Trevor's job of the uh, analysis. <laughs> analysis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dean yeah, Thomas, yeah. He, was playing, he was stepping in for Trevor Whitman. I go, wait a minute. He's yeah. probably like, yeah, man, keep coaching, keep coaching Trevor. I, uh, I, th I think, I think Trevor would enjoy that though. You know, he obviously like, Coaching his athletes, he, he loves us. So, I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> and Dean just loves money and jobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, works out. works out for both of us. <laughs> for sure. 
Well, Rose, we uh, we love you, and we're again congratulations. Uh, we're so happy for you, and uh, it was just a beautiful, beautiful win. And um, you know, we'll talk to you again before before the next one. But uh, congratulations, we were really happy for you. Yeah, thank you guys. It's always nice talking to you. Yes, give Pat our best too. All right. Okay. All right. Bye, Rose. Later, Take Rose. Care. Bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. What we must do, and I gotta, I gotta, I listen to the fans somewhat. After last podcast, because there was fights over the weekend, no picks, no picks, what, no picks? Yeah, I guess we forgot. I mean, we were keeping score for a while. Now we got uh, Prohaska against um, Dominic Reyes. <laughs> Is the main event. Picks, Jimmy. I think we should make some picks. Uh, let's make the picks because for the main like, in the call. They don't like they don't like when we don't make picks because they want to be able to say, nah, nah, you got it wrong. All right. Or say, oh, Matt, you're so smart. You got it right. They want to be involved with that. Now let's do that. And I think it's only fair that we do the main and co-main. Let's do that. Let's get off the fence. Main and co-main. Uh, all right. Yeah. Let's talk. Do we had Chikese uh, uh, against Cub Swanson? Yeah. Tough. Again, Jacasey's very good. I'm going to take Swanson by second round submission because I think that he is a veteran enough fighter to uh, be able to exploit the fact that Giga is not as strong on the ground as he is. Um, again, could, could Giga knock him out like he said, coming in for take? Sure. And his takedown defense against uh, Jamie Simmons was pretty good. But Cub Swanson is Cub Swanson. I'm, I'm going to say Cub submits him in the second. Um, Jimmy, I had such a good time last night at Frank Yeager's. Yes. It was fun. It was fun. You understand? Yes. And uh, I can't wait to watch that and listen to it. Because I don't even know what the hell we do. We just babbled and talked. Next thing you know, we were there for three hours. Yeah. I met Frankie's dog, Biggie. His dog's Biggie. You got get the dog has a head bigger than mine. Uh, what kind of dog? I don't know. I think it's a part bull, part something. It looked oh, kind of like a. It kind of looked like a pit bull, but yeah, it kind of looked like a pit bull and a Rottweiler. I don't that head on that dog. I never seen a big head. It's not surprising that Frankie Edgar has a dog like that. Like that's the kind of dog I'd, I I wouldn't fucking picture Frankie Edgar with a Shih Tzu. Like I picture no. him with some kind of creature that's uh, big headed. 
You see Frankie. Frankie used to do like a, like a like a like a picture with him looking all badass with like a cool leash with that dog in front of him. That's because that dog. I mean, the dog feels safe with Frankie. That's that's, that's what a killer Frankie is. The dog feels safe with him. The dog's like, no one's gonna fuck with us. I'm with Frankie Edgar. I had, I'm gonna make that trip again because I had a good time. But uh, Jimmy, I'm just a teenage dirtbag baby. Anyway, did you ever hear that song? No. Listen to Iron Maiden, oh. baby, with me. Ooh. Anyway, I'm going to go. You went with Cub. Yes, second round submission. And I am a jiu-jitsu man, so I should. I should really go with, with Cub because I feel Cub's got the advantage with the jiu-jitsu. And... And Giga, you know, he said that that's what he worked on. And, you know, but but I don't think you heard him when he said that he was uh, he did well in that blue belt division. He's got the gi on. He's I feel it's changing of the guard. It is Giga's time changing of the guard. It's time for Giga. Listen. Um, that might be like a Tourette's thing, Jimmy. I don't even realize what I Maybe. say. Anyway, I'm going to go, Jimmy, I love you so much. I'm going to go with Giga because, dude, what do you think? His father's lying when the kid comes out and he's like, hey, man, champ of the world. That guy's father yeah. might be yeah. a psychic. And he's going to pull from his father the energy of that. His father's a former judica, judo man. So he's going to just pull that energy from his dad. And he's, I'm not going to get on locked or submit it. And I'm going to put my Giga hands on him. I'm going to do those kicks to the belly, come up to the head like I did to the Afro Samurai. And I'm thinking he will not be denied. And he will win a decision. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Giga by decision. It might not be popular, but it's my very own pick. Okay. All right. That was a long, sorry, Jimmy. That was a long walk for a small sip of water. No, but it's okay. Got it out there. Now let's go, my friend, my little bird. Let's go to Dominic, the return of Dominic Reyes. Yep. Versus Jiri. Yuri Prohaska, yeah. Oh, man. Well, this is very interesting. They must, oh, he's the former Ryzen, the risen light heavyweight champ. So this makes a little bit more sense because I'm like, why are they giving. Jiri, who's only one and zero in the UFC, versus Dominic Reyes, and then I read that he's the former Risen or Risen. Let's call the whole thing off. Oh. He's he's the former champion in another organization. So I'm thinking they must see something in this guy, because Dominic Reyes, I seen I seen a clip of him just training and talking about his loss and how his it's his head didn't feel straight on like good with that last fight. Yeah, he's had two now. I think he's got his shit together now. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, but in fairness, his loss to John Jones, he must have felt like you know he he was probably the champ. Yeah, I I did think he uh, had done it. But then you go from having a fight like that, almost going with one of the best ever, arguably the best ever to ever do it. Yeah, and John Jones coming out unscathed. A moment, a lot of people saying you should have got the nod. You're feeling like Superman. Next thing you know. The fucking Polish powerhouse put your nose on the other side of your face. That's, yeah. a, that's a wake up call. That's a, that. Know what that is, Jimmy? That's when you do some soul searching. 
and say, hey, man, am I in the right fucking business? Yeah, sure. I was just undefeated. Now my nose is where my fucking cheek is. So, you know, it looks like he dug deep inside, answered some questions for himself. And I expect, I expect Dominic Reyes to come back and really... Yeah. Savage fashion. Well, this guy, uh, um, uh, he uh, he stopped. Uh, uh, Prohaska stopped uh, Volkanuzdemir in the second round, that's so maybe wild. that's why. Yeah, he he stopped Vulcan. So, um, I think twenty-seven and three is Prohaska's uh, uh, record, and uh, Reyes coming off two losses after being undefeated. So I don't think Reyes's career is just going to skid now. I think he will wind up uh, getting a win here. I'm going to take Dominic Reyes. There's a part of me that wants to say decision. And there's a part of me that thinks he's going to want to come out and end this. I'm going to say Reyes third round stoppage. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to say Reyes by decision. I almost went with that. I almost went with that. Well, you know, Jimmy, you know. You know, Jimmy. yeah, I know. Uh, well, that's what I think, and I'm looking at the rest of the card. Oh, Cuda Leba is coming back. Cuda Leba, Cuda Leba. Oh, listen, yes, someone's ready to join us. Oh, good. Oh, my Aqua. god, right on time. So nice. Hey, Austin, how are you? Now, we're saying your last name right, Eckler, right? Are we saying it correctly? Yeah, perfect. Oh, okay, I just want to make sure I don't want to screw up your name. Uh, thanks for, thanks for joining us, man. We've been promoting the fact that you are, uh, your uh, Gridiron Gaming Group is uh, doing this uh, draft day streaming event, twitch.tv slash Austin Eckler, beginning at, five, I think, 5 o'clock Pacific, 8 o'clock Eastern on the 29th. What exactly are you going to be doing, just so we can get that out there right? Social event based on the draft. So I'm going to have uh, one, of the team, one of the team members um, on during that time that their team is actually drafting, and we're just going to be talking about what they've been doing in the offseason, talk about what they think about the team, um, they can plug any of their businesses, things like that. So, so it's a big social event. And I'll do that for every single every single team for the 10 minutes. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah. you, you've been in the NFL. I think you're going into your fifth season. Is that right? Correct. Correct. And, and do you train with uh, a little MMA too? They, they mentioned that you like MMA. Is that part of your training? Uh, not necessarily because I, I like it, but uh, I, I do train at UFC GM in Costa Mesa, right? That's where I do all my training is at UFC GM. Wait, wait, not liking wait, you don't like the training? I, no, I'm not. I'm not a fighter. I'm, I'm not. A oh, fighter. No. Yeah, that's OK. But not, a lot of people aren't fighters that, that train. Do you train uh, mixed martial arts, jujitsu? No, you train- no, I haven't trained any of that stuff. I haven't done any of the classes there yet. Yeah. Now, are you tempted? Um, I've been tempted a few times. Right. People have invited me like, hey, come try this class with me. Uh, I hear it's like a different type of workout. I hear it's actually really hard, um, just if you've ever done it before, because it's a different way you're moving your body, right? You use your arms and stuff like that. Is it hard? Is like, you know, you obviously are a world-class athlete and you're so great uh, at, at playing football. Is it hard to do something when you're so good in one area that like, oh, shit, now this is like starting over? Or, or is that something you kind of like the challenge of? Or is that like something that's difficult to get yourself to do? Um, I think, you know, just as athletes in general, like for, for me in particular, I just like to be athletic. So I do like a bunch of different things just to continue to keep me athletic. Um, like my, my girl, she's a dancer. So, you know, I do so, I try to do some of her stuff. It's a very different world, very different technique and stuff. Um, so I just like to be all around athletic, you know, obviously I'm not a master or anything, right. Really besides football, um, that I know of, but, um, yeah, I mean, some cross, some cross, uh, 
cross collab, cross examination, cross uh, training is always welcomed. Now, do you watch the fights at all? Yeah, I watched the fights. Yeah, I just watched the last fight. Uh, it was crazy. Um, but uh, I don't like follow like the player or like the, the fighters themselves. Um, casual fan, casual. Right, right. Uh, I wouldn't say casual. Like I watch all like all the big fights, like all the big fights that come. Uh, uh, but I just don't like follow the fighters in particular. Like I've seen them before, I just don't know their names. Yeah, but but you'll watch if it, like if it's a pay per view, you'll grab the pay per view and if it's pay per view, I'm grabbing pay per view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you watch by yourself or do you like get a group of people or how how do you? Nah, definitely, definitely a watch party. Oh, um, you do. This this last time we all jumped in like a, just a, a voice chat online and uh, we were just watching it that way just because we were all spread out. But yeah, I definitely have a, a little get together for sure for fight night. Now this Twitch thing, I'm sorry, no, no, you, you do video games on there or no? Oh uh, yeah, every once in a while, but for the most part, I'm just talking about mental health, physical health, uh, just social life, and then motivations. Those are like the four things that I feel like some um, just sort of part of their life needs to be one of those four things, right? For them, say those four things again, really quick. I'm sorry, what are those four things? Mental health, you got to be thinking clear. You got to be in a good state of mind. Uh, physical health, you have to be able to actually move and go do things. Your social life, which is your support, and then your motivation, which is your drive, your passions. Right, well, too bad if, if, if you were doing something that was like someone who's terrible at all four, I'd be perfect because I'm not good at any of that shit. <laughs> now, the mental, the men, mental stuff is very underrated, though. You're right. Do, now, do you uh, have anything in particular you do for like mental preparation, or do you have any like stuff mentally that you're like you had to overcome that made uh, something difficult? Um, yes. I mean. I don't know if I necessarily had to overcome it, but I had, had to grind through some stuff. You know, it's, it's everyone has their own type of grind. And I made my grind basically the highest priority of my life. And what my grind was, was just trying to get out of the situation where I was back in my little town, my little farm town. Uh, I knew I wanted better for myself. I knew I could get out of the situation. I don't know how it was going to look. I didn't know it was going to be the NFL. Um, I thought it was going to be in the business world um, for a while. You know, I was going to school and the NFL ended up working out. But I think regardless of what it was, my mentality, my mental health was and my mental drive was so strong that it, I was going to get out of that situation no matter what. And if I didn't, I was at least going to learn skills along that that path to where I was going that I could try to apply to other paths to continue to just get myself in a better situation. What was the, uh, you said a far, what was the situation of the Austin Eckler Foundation? Uh, you you want to provide opportunities for people who are kind of in a similar situation. Was it, um, I, I, was it a dangerous place that you grew up or was it just quiet and boring? No, it wasn't dangerous. It was just, yeah, exactly. It was just, there was not a lot of opportunity uh, just for growth out of there. And uh, it, you know, it depends on who you ask. It's all perspective, right? Some people like the lifestyle. Some people don't, right? It depends on what you want in life. That's great. But where we all can relate is look, we all want to have some type of fulfillment in our life. Um, like we all want to feel like our life is being fulfilled. Like we want to be pursuing that or even have that. Um, and so that's why I think I've really been an advocate of trying to help people find their passions and really just be able to have the mental drive to go and actually be a part of those passions, whether it's big or small, whether you're working a nine to five and your passion is playing rec ball at the, at the rec center, like whatever, it doesn't matter, but you just have to have some part of that be in your life. Now, how do you guys as because, again, the diff, I, I mean, MMA is more of a, a, a solo sport and you're playing where other guys performing kind of depends on how you do as well. Not just your line, but like, uh, you know, everybody else on the field. H how do you guys treat a guy who has missed an extra point or missed an, an easy field goal? Like, you know, we hear that like at the press conferences always like, well, you know, we're a team. 
But like when he comes back to the sidelines, are you guys like, are you asshole? It's life, man. This is life. We're all in this together. So we depend on each other. So when someone messes up, like we're definitely, we're going to hold you accountable, but we're also your team at the same time. So we're going to uplift you during that too. But and I mean, like, but asshole, we're accountable. Like, we're gonna get on your ass. Like, bro, we need you. We need that kick. We're like, we, you can't be throwing interceptions. Like, you can't fumble the ball. Like, we like need to. Regardless, it happened. We have to move forward. That's why. That's why it's a team sport. Um, and you're supposed to be able to pick those up. But that, if you keep doing that often, then you're gonna get cut, right? So it's pressure from yourself as well. But um, yeah, it's definitely like that. Like, if if you're messing up all the time, like, I'm on you. Like, bro, you get you're professional. You're supposed to be out here performing at the highest level. You're not giving me that. Right. And so you're affecting everyone or you're going to get somebody hurt, you know, if you're messing up. Like, this is a really violent game. You know, people get hurt every single week. So we depend on each other for, for more than just performance, but to keep each other safe. Did you ever, um, do you listen to other motivational speakers type people like Tony Robbins and stuff like that or no? I've never listened to any motivational speakers. <laughs> Carl, you're, you're self, so this is your self taught philosophy and everything else right. is what, yeah wild, everything that i preach man i'm like hey this is this is what what i see this is how i see life and this is my opinion so you could take it with what that means to you this is just what's worked for me i feel like i've at a place where I've, i'm so fulfilled like my life right now like if i died right now i'm, I'm happy i'm happy i'm looking back at my life like wow this is really a special life worth living and so now i'm at this place i'm like i feel this way and let me try to help other people just try to find this for themselves. And I think that's what's really powerful. And that's what can bring a community together for all motivated, for all bouncing like ideas like, hey, this is what's working for me. That just brings us together at a deeper, deeper level that we can go through life. And that's for me, that's what life is. Be fulfilled. And what can I do? Like I bad stuff's gonna happen all the time. Bad stuff's gonna happen everywhere all the time. But it's like, okay, when bad stuff happens, how do I how do I react? How am I thinking about it? Am I negative complaining about it? Can I do something about it? And if I can, then let's do that. If I can't, okay, let me try to find a lesson so I can try to avoid that situation again. But um, it's just really me trying to push my community, the support that I get from my community, and trying to help them feel the way that I feel like I feel right now. And when you when you play, when you go into the NFL, I mean, you get drafted by a team. Um, what, did you know coming out of college, like, I'm definitely going to get in the NFL? Or what, what is that like? What, were you not 100% sure that you were going to get – like, how far in advance do you know? Or do you just find out at that moment? Or how does that work? <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea, but I knew I was going to have an opportunity to get in. So what I did, I, I dropped everything. I dropped out of school, and I just focused 100% on my training. Nothing was more important to me besides this opportunity to try to make, take advantage of this moment. And so I told my family, I was like, you guys, I know you guys are excited for me to go try to pursue this, but please don't talk to me, <laughs> uh, making sure I'm ready mentally and then physically. So when this opportunity comes, I can perform and show that, hey, I can add value to an NFL team. And that's what I did. I, I literally just trained, trained, trained and nothing. I did nothing else besides train and I ended up making the team. Um, and now I've opened up like, okay, family, I love you guys back, you know? Uh, but yeah, I made this the most important thing. I wanted to make sure that at the end of the day, I could, I could not say that I didn't give everything. It was going to be either I didn't make it because genetics or something else that I can't control. Everything that I control, I was making sure I was doing it and I was doing it to the most that I could. You said you dropped out of school. Wait, did you, you didn't come straight out of uh, playing football in college or, or did you only do three years? And no, then, uh, so I did my, I did my four years. And then that last semester before I graduated, okay. I, I dropped out then and then went and just trained, just trained. Okay. Yeah. I always think it's, it's so, cause, cause college athletes don't get paid and like, it's harder. I think 
to go right from high school to like, you know, LeBron went from high school, but again, so many, there's such a physical difference in those four years. It's kind of hard to jump into the NFL at a high school yeah. and play against, you know, fucking, you know, 300 pound defensive guys. Um, and so you found out, how did you find out you were, you just watched or your, your agent calls you and goes, they want you. So going into the draft, um, I, I wasn't expected to get drafted. You know, I went to a really small school. So with NFL teams, even if I was like the same level as somebody else that went to a bigger school, they're probably going to pick them up because there's more eyes, there's more scouts on that person than there was on me. Um, so I wasn't heavily like recruited. Like I had scouts at practice and stuff, but it wasn't anything like crazy. Um, well, that was crazy for that area because no one, I'd never seen a scout on campus before. I'm at a little school, right? Our school is like 2,300 students. Oh, like wow. A little, tiny, a little tiny town in the mountains. Um, and so coming into the seventh round, the Chargers ended up calling my agent like, hey, if he doesn't get picked up in these next few rounds, we want to sign him as an undrafted free agent. And so I knew he called me immediately and said, hey, this is the situation. So I knew immediately I was going to have an opportunity and then ended up not getting drafted and signed with the Chargers right after Oh, that's great. What were you taking in school? Like if, if, if football didn't happen, right? Obviously you wanted to remove kind of a safety net. Was there something else you're like, all right, well, if I have to, I can go in this direction. Yeah, I was a business major. So I was going to work in the energy management field. So I was going to go into actually some oil and gas. I had a company that was going to hire me to work in the business side for oil and gas. Um, there's just my Colorado town has a lot of that around it. And that's, you know, where a lot of my friends were. So I was like, okay, look, let's check this out. I knew I always want to be in business. I knew I wanted to always have my own business. Um, I didn't know how I was going to get there. I thought I was going to go through oil and gas and do it on the side. Uh, but now I'm doing NFL and doing that stuff on the side. <laughs> Jimmy, man, Austin has his stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs> together guy. I, I always hate that. Cause it's so the opposite of me. Like I really, I, <laughs> I'm talking to Austin. I'm just feeling more and more unorganized. Yeah. <laughs> just not structured enough. What is going on? I was a champion. I feel like, you know what I mean? I'll tell you, you're right. I might listen to you a Twitch thing. Just take me to the next level. Let's go, man. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. It's that mental gratitude, bro. That's what it is. Eh? That's it. And then when I start mine up, you can watch me play video games. <laughs> I'll add nothing to anybody. I'll be in there teabagging fucking right, I call of duty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you, um, being, having a business sense is, is great as an athlete or even as a musician too, because so many guys get screwed, um, you know, by bad management or bad agents. So having a, a business ability really comes in handy. I'm sure when you start making real money in the NFL, you have an idea of kind of what to do, whereas a lot of guys might not. Yeah, exactly. Like just the financial education part of it, man. Like we're coming into a lot of money up front. Here you go. Here's a bunch of money, especially like the people that get drafted. Uh, it's just a substantial. If you don't have that financial education, then you're kind of just good luck, you know, like especially if you don't have it. it like so imagine you don't have like, people that are educated about money around you. Like you came from a poor family. Like now you have all this money. People are throwing money everywhere. Yeah. Oh, let me help out you. Let me help out you. Let me help out you. And it's like they're just burning through it, right? Because they don't understand. They're just like, oh, I have money now. And it's like, guess what? Well, you don't, you're not going to have this forever. Like, you're not going to play in the NFL forever. Your body's going to break down, right? The average is like 2.9 years. And so like the NFL has like seminars and things that they try to help out, but even that it's not enough. Right. So it's, it's actually, yeah, it's pretty sad to see people just go and they go broke because they try to help. They try to do too much and they don't understand that. Hey, I need to make this last for my entire lifetime. If I want to not work again and I want this to you know, be something that I can build on. 
Now, are you uh, tempted to do, I think it was, uh, let me make sure I got his name, Sean Culkin. Now, are you thinking of asking for your salary in Bitcoin? Like there's a, so, he asked for, he got, he's got his whole salary in Bitcoin. Is that correct? Oh, I know. I know. I was the first one too. No, he's my old roommate. Oh, you, uh, oh, I didn't realize you guys yeah, knew each other. Okay. So yeah, now, yeah, we, have you talked to him about that? Years. Have you talked yeah, to him about like, that yeah, and thinking of doing yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not thinking of doing it. No, it's just, that's that's too many eggs in one basket, right? Like I need some diversification. Like I can see, like definitely going into Bitcoin as an investment, but not with my entire thing. But here's the thing: he's committed. He's like, hey, this is the future. So he's putting his money where his mouth is, I guess. And it's you know kind of a publicity stunt at the same time to bring some awareness, maybe help him get some connection. He's basically using his platform to leverage himself to get more into that space, which I think it's I think it's smart if you're all in on it. Very smart. And it's also, I'm sure it's not, it might just be one year salary, but the only problem right. with Bitcoin that scares me is, you know, I have a fucking coin wallet, I, but I'm, I'm scared to like get an account and then lose the password. And then there's just no way in. That's what terrifies right. me. So yeah, that's wow. real. I didn't realize you knew him. Oh, okay. Well, look, man, we appreciate you coming on and let's, uh, the, the gridiron gaming group. Um, it's a draft day streaming event. It's at twitch.tv slash Austin Eckler. And it's E K E L E R. Just people don't think it's E C K. Uh, it's five o'clock Pacific time, uh, eight o'clock Eastern time on April the 29th. And, uh, thanks for coming on, man. It was really fun talking to you and, and good luck with that. And with the foundation. Absolutely. I love you guys' energy. Keep it up. Okay. Take care. Good talking to you, man. Be good, Austin. Yeah, see you guys. Wow, small world. I really had no idea they knew each other. And I, uh, as we're talking to him, I'm thinking of that guy who's taking the year's salary in Bitcoin. I think it's a very smart move. I'm just not brave enough to do it. Yeah, Jimmy, I think you're brave in in many ways. Thank you very much. You know, I just can't think of any right now. But listen to me. I really, Jimmy, I'm sorry. Jimmy. What? I like you so much. How, <laughs> listen, next time, I really do. I told we were, I was talking about you last night on the podcast because they brought up about the whole UFC Unfiltered, how we got started. So I went down a little memory lane, oh. you know, and told them how much I like you. I'm not going to say it now because it's weird. What? Well, just how much I love my Jimmy. Well, thank you. you know, don't say nothing. Don't say anything. Well, you said thank you. Love you too. Well, you kind of mumbled it. But hey, listen. Let's not make it all. No, no, no. no just, be, when I said that, if, if you would have been like, oh, man, I, oh, I love you too. You, you didn't say that. You kind of like, oh, thank you. Well, you, like, yeah, you right. have to. What am I, that's how what I, am I fucking, what am I fucking uh, Princess Leia when I tell Han Solo, I love you. And when you're just like, I know. I know. What? It was perfectly delivered. Was line. Wasn't that yeah, perfectly that, delivered? That was such, what a, what a fucking stud. Yeah. Han Solo. Han Solo did that back in when did Empire Strike Back come out? Strikes Back come out. Seventy nine or eighty. I mean, at that back then, I love you. I know he says I know. I know he's about to get frozen <laughs> in so carbonite. Jimmy, he's about to get frozen in carbonite. That wasn't. I know. That's a great line. The, I mean, come on, man. Why the fuck did George Lucas have to go back to that first Star Wars and make Greedo shoot first? Well, that's what I like. I like Jar Jar is my favorite. Well, now, now, you, now I know it's time to end this podcast. Listen right, to me. Yeah, tell me you love me again. I feel bad now. We'll do Jimmy, it right. Gonna, nah, listen. Let's do it right. Anyway, so I was on the show with, with uh, Roger Matthews and, oh. and Frankie Edgar, and we were talking about everything. They go, oh, how'd you get go with Jimmy? And I just told them, I love my Jimmy. 
Don't bang up. Oh, dude, I just coughed and hurt my back. What does that mean? Jimmy, I think I just fucking pulled something. Dude, I literally coughed. I opened up. What the fuck, dude? This is not No, good. you're okay. I feel so good lately. You're okay. I'm going to stretch that out. I coughed. Yeah, you're all right. You jinxed me, I'm Jimmy. Sorry. Listen to me. I will talk to you. Listen, it's fucking Wednesday. Yes, buddy. So, I mean, a Thursday, whenever people are listening to this, I will talk to you by this week. And, you know, we're going to be texting during these fights. Yes. And thank you, uh, Giga Chikese. Of course, yes. the champ, Rose Namajunas. He's so sweet. And uh, Austin Eckler, really, really nice to have him on. And um, thank you guys very much. And what do you want to promote, Jimmy? Just Chip Chipperson podcast. You want, you want zooted <laughs> merchandise? Uh, I'll get you a nice shirt there, Matt. I'll get you. I'll take that shirt. All right, I'll get you one I'll of those. That shirt. What size you want? You don't got it in a darker color? Uh, yeah, sure. I want that. All right, we'll get you a large like for I'm, your arms. I'm over. Fucking wrong. Okay. Oh, no. my arm. I don't have it on the side. Jimmy, uh, I'm on Cameo. Yes. Matt's are on Cameo. Matt's are BJJ on Instagram. That's all I got to say. Watch the fights this weekend, everybody. We, we shall watch them also. And that's it, Jimmy. I love you, pal. I love you, you, you but I want to. What'd you say? You I love me? you, but I want to say it back. Yeah, I want you. Oh, you wanted to say yes. Well, I'm, let's end on that note. All right. Jimmy, talk to you in a couple days, brother. Goodbye. Goodbye, Unfiltered Army. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.